welcome back to the Ready to Redefine podcast. I'm your host, Sheridan, a nutrition and life coach specializing in emotional eating. This podcast is a fusion of all things health, mindset, and personal development, where we dive deep to redefine who you are and how you're showing up in your life. Here, you'll learn to say goodbye to your self-sabotaging behaviors and hello to understanding yourself, your body, and your mind on a whole new level. I want you stepping into the best version of yourself with confidence, personal power, and ultra clear alignments that you can wake up and smash your goals. So are you ready to redefine? Let's do this. Hello guys, and welcome back to the podcast. So excited to be back in your ears today because it's me, myself, and I on a brand new solo app that we haven't done in a little while, which is amazing because we've had so many incredible guest speakers pop onto the potty. So that being said, today I'm here to chat to you guys about your food rules and all about sort of ditching that diet mindset, kicking whatever rules and restrictions you might have to the side. And this came about because I had someone DM me on Instagram. I actually had a couple of people DM me on Instagram probably over the past two weeks asking kind of variations of this particular topic and how to address it when you want more food freedom, you want to be able to have more food or like more food or, you know, foods that you might love a bit more that you haven't had in a while. You want to be able to have those without the feelings of guilt. You also might not be sure why you have these food rules and just how much they're impacting your progress. You're probably aware to some degree that let's say croissants, you're aware to some degree that, you know, you telling yourself that you can't have it increases the chance that you're probably going to binge on it, or you end up binging on something else regardless. And, So you're probably in that stage right now where you're trying to incorporate more foods you love back into your diet. You want to actually create more of a sustainable lifestyle, but you're kind of not sure how. So this episode's really for you, if that's resonating. And we're just going to sort of chat through a couple of examples of some diet rules and how to sort of navigate them a little bit to really test your mindset and I guess test the what's going on mentally in those moments and testing that rule. Like, does this actually serve me or does it not? And if it's not, how do we actually create a new belief and a new thought in those moments that actually enables us to create you know, or execute behaviors that actually make us a bit more happy, a bit more proud, and probably a lot more in alignment uh, in the long run with the kind of goals we're trying to have. So that being said, let's get straight straight stuck into it. Wow, that was a mouthful. I'm not even going to cut that out, guys. This is just authentically me today, so I'm not going to chop and change. But that being said, so yeah, just a couple of questions that we're going to go through that really help sort of evaluate these rules um, and just kind of break them down a little bit. So I'm going to use the example, guys, of I'm not allowed or shouldn't have carbs at dinner because this is a bloody common one that we all hear. But honestly, guys, it could be anything, you know, any anything from I can't have sugar or I keep binging on sugar so I can't have sugar or whether it's um, toast is bad for me or uh, I wish I could have pasta like X or Y. Guys, these We know these, I mean, we don't know. You may not know. I do know. These do not serve you. These rules are just complete bonkers. And the reason that you have them is because, I mean, I'm, don't even get me started because I'm just going to go on a huge tangent and rant, rant, but I'm going to go on a ranch, going to go on a rant. But honestly, thinking back guys to when I was younger, I like magazines saying like drop five kilos in two days. Oh my gosh. Try like Kim Kardashian's diet. Like, and I mean, like we're not, we're not really over that hump just yet, but like those magazines were literally like those titles were pasted to magazines. And I remember I bought all of these magazines This is before Instagram was a thing. Let's just be honest because that's how old I am now. But 
like we literally were bombarded with these messages left, right, and center that if you cut, cut, I remember like reading, everyone knows how much I love Miley Cyrus. I legit think that we're like soul sisters, but that's okay. So I remember going, uh, like legitimately researching, going online, getting all the magazines I could about her diet because I was just obsessed with her. And I remember this one article where she didn't have bread and she would just have like eggs, like it was like eight eggs or something for breakfast. And then she'd have like, it was like full keto essentially. And she'd have avocado and then she'd have like, just like some sushi for dinner. And I'm talking like sashimi shit. Like, so we're not talking any carbs anyway. So my brain went like, oh, I can look like her if I don't have carbs. And so hence, obviously with the many, many other factors, this is like, was part of the spiral of me going into full, I don't have carbs. I don't have sugar. I don't have anything cutting out so many things from my diet, which led to terrible eating disorders. And then obviously binging further down the track. So my point is we've all been there. I resonate with you guys if you have any kind of diet rules, but essentially they don't serve us because I mean, I look better now, feel better now. I'm a better version of myself now. I'm just like a proper human now. And I have carbs every freaking day at every second meal and they're amazing. So also like guys, they fuel you. So anyway, we're just going to get straight stuck in. So this is my example today of I'm not allowed or shouldn't have carbs at dinner. So it's obviously pretty specific as well. We're not just talking carbs, we're talking carbs at dinner, but whatever has popped into your mind as I've been ranting on, that might be a food rule for you. I just want you to like pinpoint it, maybe write it down as you listen to this um, episode. And just, yeah, as I walk through these questions, I just want you to like pause and reflect on your particular diet rule that you want to be abolishing right now. And let's just break it down. So the, the number one question that I would ask you to ask yourself is, is this actually true? So is this actually a true rule? Like, am I allowed or I shouldn't, like, shouldn't have dinner? Oh my gosh. I'm not allowed or shouldn't have carbs at dinner. Is that actually true? And I'm talking objectively, right? I'm not talking through the lens at which you see the world. I'm talking like, is this legitimately true? Are you actually not allowed to have them? Or are you actually kind of choosing to not have them? Because essentially you could, if you were to pick up a fork and like whisks with like, oh no, well, whisk some toast. Oh my goodness, guys. I'm literally struggling for words today. If you were to get your fork and cut into a slice of toast and like put it in your mouth, you could actually be having carbs. You're just choosing not to. I'm going to make this like really, really dumb these questions down because this is this is legitimately the way to smash through food rules in my eyes. So asking ourselves, is this objectively true? Yes, no. So of course I am allowed to have carbs at dinner if I so wish to. So no, this objective, this, this statement of I'm not allowed to have carbs at dinner, it's not actually true. No one's told me that I can't have carbs. It's literally just a rule that I'm placing on myself. So no, it's not objectively true. So if you, for instance, are saying that I can't have sugar. Okay, well, you can have sugar. You're just choosing not to have sugar. So again, I there's a very small distinction that I'm making here, guys, but really important that we just bring that element of choice back into it because we all love to like abolish ourselves. What is it? Abolish? Embolish? Whatever. Abol- I'm going to use the word abolish. Abolish ourselves of omitting. No, omitting. Oh gosh, I'm really struggling in this episode so far, but I can't go back. So, <laughs> so we love to omit out of responsibility from ourselves, right? Like we don't want to have responsibility. So a lot of the time if we're in victim mode, we're just kind of like 
Oh, but yeah, it's a rule and it's kind of served me in the past. So yeah, yeah, it's a rule. No, no, it's a rule that you're creating. That is on you and it's also on you to abolish it. Anyway, so next question is, is this helping or hindering my progress? So as an example, I'm not allowed to have carbs at dinner. Is this helping or hindering my progress? So especially if you listen to this podcast, you're probably feeling somewhat out of control with your food, inconsistent with your diet habits or diet food habits. Um, You might be struggling with weight loss and yo-yo dieting. You might be really heavy in like that binge and restrict cycle. So if any of those are you and you're just feeling that little sense of out of control or mindless, mindless snacking, feeling uncomfortable in your body, I actually want you to ask yourself, is this rule helping or hindering my progress? And the caveat to that, guys, is asking yourself, I'm not talking about, oh, but it used to help me. Oh, but it originally helped me lose weight. No, I'm talking about right freaking now. Does this rule right now in the current state, physical, mental, emotional states that you're in, is it actually helping or hindering your progress? And let's be legitimate with ourselves here, okay? So me asking myself, am like me not being able to have carbs at dinner, is this actually helping or hindering my progress if I'm someone, let's say, that is struggling with binge eating? And then when I binge, I just go full-fledged on the fucking carbs and I'm eating half a loaf of bread or the whole loaf of bread and then I have like muffins and then I have this is this food rule hindering my progress or is it actually helping me in the current state that I'm in? So I'm guessing because you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing that a lot of your answers are going to be hindering. And again, I'm not talking about you five years ago when you initially dropped 30 kilos because you cut out bread, I'm not talking about that version of yourself because, and you know, for all of my clients that are listening to these potties, we all know why there's a certain part of your brain that wasn't activated in that moment. And that's why it was so easy. And that's why you felt like you had discipline. And then now you just like can't stop binging. It's literally because you've sparked your nervous system and sparked a part of your brain that's loud and it is full in survival mode right now. So it does, it is going to make you continue to have carbs in this particular moment. Whereas back then there wasn't that part of you that was activated, which is why when we all lose weight for the first time, it feels so freaking easy. And then the second time, or the third time, that's when the discipline gets really hard. And discipline, I'm talking about a commas discipline, because it's not really discipline. It's you trying to have control over your body, and that's not actually discipline. So is this helping or hindering my progress? I'm guessing a lot of you now are realizing, okay, it's probably hindering, but how do I go about it? So second to that is how is it helping or hindering? So let's say we're using the example of hindering. How is it actually hindering my progress? So an example here is that it's hindering because I end up, end up binging on it anyway, or hindering because I end up ignoring the fact that I want it. And then I end up binging on something else later, hindering because whenever, whatever I eat, I'm still somewhat dissatisfied and I always feel hungry still hindering. I don't always enjoy my food as much maybe when I don't have carbs. So again, still the satisfaction tick is not the satisfaction checkbox is not being ticked or even the hunger checkbox is not being ticked. Also just like the joys of life and having an abundant freaking meal plan where you can have whatever the hell you want, not being ticked if you're not having carbs. And maybe, you know, if we're asking ourselves, how is this hindering? Maybe it's also a matter of like, I know this is not sustainable. So if you're even at that point where you're not feeling fully out of control, maybe you're just realizing that you've got a couple of food rules that you'd love to not have, understanding that on some level, you not having carbs or you not having sugar or you not having ice cream, it's not sustainable because we're human. And unless you're planning to literally die without ever having it again, 
<laughs> it's not sustainable. So hindering guys, if you listen to this podcast, it's because you also are wanting to get to the stage that I'm at and that my clients are at where they have a full spectrum of stuff that they can have, which is literally everything. If you Google food, every single photo that pops up, you can choose to have it if you so wish and still be able to have your health and fitness goals and still be able to have balance and life and social stuff and peace and calm around food. That's what you're here to listen to. And that's what you're resonating with in terms of my content. So guys, it's got to be sustainable. If it's not, it's hindering. Now, number four is I want you to ask yourself now. So we've recognized that, okay, it's objectively, this food rule is not actually true. It's in fact hindering. And I figured out, you know, exactly how it's hindering. Now, the question number four is why did I create this food rule in the first place, right? Because we've only created the the food rule because we thought that it was actually going to not hinder. We thought it was going to help. So we've created this food rule, for example, like, So with this example with uh, carbs, right? I can't have carbs at dinner. Why did I create this food rule? So for instance, for me, back with Miley Cyrus, I created this food rule because I was like, okay, it works for someone else. Maybe it'll work for me. And then I noticed that when I did that, I was dropping a whole bunch of weight. And if you're listening to this and you want to drop weight, guys, I'm not telling you to go cut carbs because the only reason that that I cut it from my diet was it was just cutting calories out of my diet and it came back to the numbers, guys. It wasn't the carbs that did anything special. It wasn't some f- weird formula, macro formula or something that equals weight loss. It was because I was cutting like an extra 200 calories from my diet, which was already a 1200 calorie diet. So of course my body's like, shit, let's just cut off, cut off fat or whatever. Anyway, I'm on a tangent now again, but I can have, sorry. So yes, yeah, so really important guys. Why did I create this food rule? And for me in this moment, like always, I've always been told that carbs were bad. So I was reading everywhere that carbs were bad for you. Yes, this is the kind of, this is again, how old I am. This is where all these magazines literally would just preach just like how bad carbs were that cut carbs and you can be this ripped person. So I was always told that carbs are bad. And, you know, again, even within that guys, that's another food rule right there. Carbs are bad. Like that's that, there's a there's a false truth in there. So again, asking yourself on a deeper level, is this true or false? Is this hindering or helping my progress? So being with like a carbs bad, carbs are not bad. Carbs aren't aren't the enemy. Carbs like and all you have to do is look at some fit person and se- like you know, okay, I'm gonna use myself as an example. All you have to do is look at me and go, okay, yep, she's fit, she's healthy, she has a very abundant like lifestyle, she has all the food that she wants, and yet she's still fit and healthy. So, guys, carbs are not bad. Like they literally fuel your entire life, fuel your mood, your hormones, everything. Ah, oh, you guys can tell that I'm passionate. All right. So then, you know, again, sticking with that question number four, why did I create this food rule? It could be anything from because I wanted to drop weight fast and I thought that I had to do this, or it could be because, you know, a lot of the women that I work with, their mum being even further in diet culture, like a generation before them, like their mum would never have carbs around and the mum would preach that the, that the carbs were bad for them. Again, like that's a food rule that you've just adopted from someone else. It's not actually factual. It's not objective. It's completely subjective to that person's reality and what they were also taught, what they thought they had to do. Um, And I'm guessing guys, anyone that you meet that says like carbs are bad probably is not going to be the most well-rounded person um, or nor have a very well-rounded lifestyle, nor probably have the physique that you want because let's be honest, the people that have the, like the, the people that have the best physiques and I'm not taking myself as an example here anymore, but you know, I look at people online that I really admire about their physique and 
they literally have a really great balanced diet. And, you know, again, you know, I always talk about this guys, like if I wanted a shredded six pack, yes, I would have to make amendments to my diet. Yes. I would have to change up my macros. I'd probably have to be in more of a deficit than I am now, but also it depends on what your goals are. So I'm talking to you guys specifically in regard, like knowing that you guys are probably looking at my lifestyle and the lifestyle of my clients and what they've achieved. The goal here is weight, uh, is, sorry, the goal here is not weight loss. The goal here is not to be as shredded as possible. The goal with my content is to show you that you can have a well-balanced lifestyle with drinks and food and fun foods and healthy foods and a whole just array of a lifestyle that allows you to still fuel your health and fitness goal. You guys can genuinely have the lifestyle that you want and be whatever size it is that you choose. Um, and obviously that means, you know, different calories for everyone, different exercise regimes for everyone, but you can find that balance that works for you where you feel comfortable enough in your body and you feel comfortable in your skin while still being able to live the life that you want. Um, anyway, again, I'm on a tangent guys, this is what happens when I have a solo app, but rule number five, uh, or question number five, sorry, is what rule or belief do I want to choose in place or instead that would actually help my progress as opposed to hinder? So we've realized, okay, one, is this actually true? Two, is this helping or hindering my progress? Three, how is it helping or hindering? So knowing at this point, it's probably hindering. How is it hindering? Number four, why did I create this food rule? And then number five, what rule or belief do I want to choose in place here that is actually going to not hinder anymore and in fact help in the ways that we thought the food rule was supposed to be helping, right? Like that's why we created the food rule in the first place was to actually help us. So we've just figured out in question four, why did I create this food rule? So, you know, it might be weight loss. It might be because I wanted more control. It might be because that's kind of just what I was told. But number five, question number five now is what rule or belief do I want to choose in place here that is actually going to help me? So it could be a matter of you realizing, okay, I originally cut carbs because I thought I I didn't have carbs at dinner because I thought that would equal weight loss. I realize now that that's actually hindering because I can't stop freaking have carbs. So now what rule or belief do I want to choose in place here to actually help my progress? So it could be maybe I'm actually going to try and have carbs at nighttime now so that I don't keep binging on them, knowing that we're only binging because there's a form of restriction here. So what rule or belief do I want to choose, right? So you could say, I know that I can have carbs. It's my choice. Something as simple as that, right? I know that I can have a nice portion of carbs at dinner time. And even guys, again, acknowledging it's going to feel strange. It's going to feel different to actually try that because you haven't done that for quite some time. But again, if you're listening to this content, it's probably because you're binging or you're overeating or you're mindlessly snacking on that food anyway, or you're going to other foods to try and fill the gap that you could just be having with some carbs. So I want you to encourage you to try something different here. It's going to feel a bit uncomfortable. It's going to be different, but guys, again, to get a different result than what you're getting now, you have to choose to do something different. So choose a food rule, or I don't like rules, but choose a food belief around whatever rule we originally have that is actually going to help you. So you actually may be incorporating carbs back into your dinner time routine. You're probably going to notice that that checkbox of satisfaction as well as hunger is going to be ticked. Like trust that your body is going to stop fighting you and your body's actually going to thank you for actually putting carbs back in. Because guys, whether you realize it or not, whether you like it or not, your body does want and also needs carbohydrates. So like, it's just, yeah. So just popping it in there, 
I can have carbs if I so choose to. Nothing bad is going to happen when I have carbs. Again, you may not truly believe that, but all you got to do is try it out. And I'm sure you're going to realize very, very quickly just how much not only your body responds to it. So your urges come down, but you're going to notice your energy's better. Your mood's better. You're probably going to feel more joyful because you're actually having some foods that you're enjoying. There's so much positive, guys, that comes from abolishing these food rules. So let's say, for instance, with this number five of what rule of belief do I want to choose in place here, let's say you've cut sugar. Maybe it's a matter of going like sugar is not sugar is not bad in moderation. I can have sugar in moderation in my diet, something like that, where that's actually going to be a new mantra that you plug in when we notice that, oh, but I can't have sugar. You realizing that, okay, actually, I can have sugar and sugar is not the enemy. My body knows what to do with sugar. Everything's going to be fine. I can have sugar in moderation, right? I can have sugar in moderation. There's no restriction there. As soon as we bring in the restriction, we bring in obsession. And guys, it's like I use this example with my clients. It's like when you take an iPhone away from like a little child at Woolies. They don't give, they don't care what you give them like in replacement of that phone. If they're transfixed on that phone, all they're going to be screaming and kicking about is the fact that they want the phone back. No matter whether you give them a lollipop or you give them something else, they're just going to want the freaking phone because they're obsessed with that in that moment. That's all their brain can think about is the fact that you have taken it away. Your body works in an incredibly similar way. As soon as you remove something, all you're going to be wanting to think about is that food. Your body is smarter than you. So listen to it. So guys, this is, I know this is like a super short, snappy episode. I know I've gone on a couple of different tangents here, but I really just wanted to go through these five questions that you can ask yourself of, is this actually helping me? Yes, no. What can I start thinking instead? And again, I am like popping in here. I know it's going to feel uncomfortable, but guys, it's never going to feel super easy. If it was super easy, you would have done it years and years ago. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you found it useful. I know it was just really short and snappy and a bit of a rant, but guys, that's what my solo apps are. They're just me not even having any notes, just kind of going bit by bit through a couple of key things that I know are going to help you guys just, yeah, get a different perspective on the way that you're currently doing things. And yeah, I hope that you found it helpful, but otherwise have an incredible week and I look forward to be back in your ears next week.